0: Part two. I was clear. I was wrong. The movie I was thinking about before was Blood deaths mm. Blood Debt was a movie. Not where, Deadly and, Prey. No, Deadly Prey is a movie mm-hmm. where um, a man, In, the lead character, uh, shows like, is hiding underneath a bunch of leaves and he just <laughs> pops up out of nowhere. Yes, I He's love. that. I love that camp. shift. See,
1: I think uh, you might great. be thinking similarly. Doesn't like he end that movie by just like screaming at the screen and that's oh, yeah, like yeah, a freeze yeah. frame. Like, nah!
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> all those movies uh end fantastically mm-hmm. uh and yeah now we're talking about angel terminators 2 uh we ended Ter- angel terminators 1 rather rather abruptly just like the movie did itself <laughs> <laughs> so now we're talking about the movie that uh, more i feel like a little bit more people know about this film than this first one or at least they talk about this one a little bit more. Uh so all the cast is different. Every single person, including even the director. Um, so now we have three female leads. Unlike the first one where it's really like the the Sharon Young show and a little bit of sprinkling of Karawai. Here it, it feels like it's equal treatment between um Sybil, who mm-hmm. who is not a martial artist, uh, really in her life, but she she's not a martial. Man, no. could have fooled uh, me. She's great in this. I, I I know she's she is great. As far as I can tell, I've seen her a lot of films. When you know, when I was growing up, and you know, she never really pegged me as a martial artist. So she's always seemed like a dramatic
1: actress. I hope she never pegged you as a martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: can you angel terminate me right now? <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we got her, and we mentioned before Moon Lee and Yukari's, ex, A.K.A. Cynthia Luster. Um, yeah, so and and that's another thing. Moon Lee is not a martial artist; she is a she has a background in dance. Uh, in fact, I think that's what she's doing nowadays. She retired from acting altogether and started a dance academy. Hey, nice um, dance institute, whatever you want to call it. And Yukari, I believe, is still making films. Um, and she eventually went to the Philippines. Uh, because after her Hong Kong stint she lived out her run in Hong Kong she went over there but anyways while she was in her heyday uh, this is her and Moon Lee uh, teaming up together Uh, and I guess Sybil is the one who isn't technically on their side because Sybil's character is more on the side of the law whereas uh, Moon Lee and Yukari are more like rebels and then there's a third side which is just the jackass villain Mm -hmm. and
1: yeah (laughs) So, three so uh, man, I don't remember the story of this. I don't even think I could tell you oh. what the story is. So why, oh, why don't you simplify it as best you can for me?
0: Right. It was my turn, yeah, right? You turn. did the first one. Okay, sure. Um, Wow. Uh, so Yukari is kind of like the main character of the movie. It's really about her struggle uh she just got out of prison her father is a police officer and the same police officer who was partners with Sybil and you know like uh, they don't they basically have strange family right so they don't they don't see eye to eye and Yukari is also uh she also has a shady past where she was like gang member as well and her <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to like piece together like what the, how the villain comes into play because the villain's also like uh, kind of related but not really. Yeah, that, so
1: that's like the weird thing. I don't remember how the villain is involved in this movie. I,
0: I. Well, he's involved with Sybil almost directly because uh, he's <clears throat> he you know like he he's trying to rise in power and she's trying to constantly like take him down. Okay, but she, so if, she's clearly hot headed. Yeah, so, so it's like,
1: just that loose connection. How. Mm-hmm. The, the characters are somewhat related but they all kind of just come together in the end right
0: right right okay. and, and that's as much detail as you possibly need you know we basically there's three alignments here uh you i see like going to this movie you almost want to hope that yukari and friends all their characters uh they, they almost find like the way the path towards the likes because they're kind of like straddling the line be, between being like they're not villains right but they're yeah. they're doing such dickish things in the movie that well, makes me kinda of hate them and I just kinda of want them to redeem themselves.
1: Yeah, they And they never really do. They are definitely the troubled youth, you know, the rambunctious teenagers, even though I'm pretty sure they're not teenagers. <laughs> uh and they uh yes, because uh Yukari has that troubled past, they kind of do some bad things or get involved with bad people. Like the her father is constantly scalding her, like, Oh, why are you hanging out with these people? you know, like, mm-hmm. Oh, please come back to the family and and whatnot, so you know, there's there's some character moments here and there, but um, for me, ultimately, like I, I can't remember the story. It's it's so weird. There's too many characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, like it's, it, this movie doesn't have an excuse because everyone's donning a different hairstyle. <laughs> I know Unlike that's the first movie, so
1: that's the weird thing. I remember, I visually remember these characters, especially Yukari because she's wearing pants that has the word "slut" all over them. So <laughs> that that visual is literally burned into my mind. Like she's yeah, kicking so, ass in slut pants. Like you, you can't yeah. not like that.
0: See, you know, like you, you, you hear slut pants, you just, you just think, wow, this movie must be really interesting. You're like no, it's the visuals not as interesting as you think. It. It's literally <laughs> pants with the word slut on it. Uh, <laughs> very interesting choice so uh yeah the first there's a lot of fights in this movie i think that's that's something that we'll both agree on here is that uh, we probably won't be able to cover all of them at all well Uh, in honest in
1: honesty like i don't want to cover all of them because some of them are just so short that it's just hey we're getting in fisticuffs throwing punches and kicks like you know there's not really and it's over yeah and it's over and there isn't really too much in terms of something interesting happening where i would actually want to break it down so
0: sure well the first one that's actually worthy of note is with Moonleaf. she is fighting in a gymnasium versus i guess like this is like different teams i don't know what competition this is it doesn't look like a real sanctioned fight in the school they're clearly in a school gymnasium right but so like different teams. I don't
1: there there's a line of dialogue later in the movie where uh when Moon Lee and Yukari uh, Oshima meet up she says like oh you can still fight and Moon Lee says oh i'm like a fourth degree dan so mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm guessing this is her martial arts school where she where they're just kind of reinforcing okay she can she can fight
0: right right so this fight is the probably the best fight in my opinion of this movie really uh yeah
1: okay i i'll, uh, I'll disagree but i do like this fight. I wish it was a little longer, but considering oh. it's a little more of a sparring match because there is a coach, uh, I understand why this isn't really dragged out. You know, you have two people, you know, going for these uh, very elaborate hits against each other, but there is a coach, like saying, "Oh, okay, stop, stop." So he, there is someone literally stopping the fight at uh, certain key moments.
0: Well, the the visual of this fight is so simple yet like yet so like well contrasted so we on screen you only ever see two colors Mm -hmm. you see yellow uh and you see gray those are the only colors on screen because they're based on their uniform and everyone's like so distinctively um like wearing these 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 colors, so like I know what's going on. This is this is before the action gets starts getting a little messy for me in, for the movie. Uh, not messy in a bad way, you know, but just more complicated. Uh, here it's a lot more simple, but uh, like in terms of visual clarity. But uh, you know, the, the choreography here is pr- pretty damn good. Like, yeah, that, that's that's why that's why I like about this.
1: There, th- this is kind of interesting because like there are a lot of longer takes and combinations thrown by Moon Lee and then her, you know, the person she's fighting. And there aren't so many cuts, and it's crazy because their speed is really nice. I don't right. know if it's—I I don't sense too much of a uh, you know speed. Oh ramping. no, no,
0: it—it it is speed ramped. Do you know why? Because there's one shot. Uh, once uh, Moon Lee gets knocked to for she gets up and she's basically uh, defending herself on a bunch of kicks. You <laughs> see one extra in the background. She's she's, she's just gyrating a little too right, fast. Right,
1: right. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I know that in certain moments that they do do speed ramping. But uh, I feel, for the most part, it's not always done that way. Like they, I think they do it in certain, certain sections of the edit where they're like, oh, okay, this is going just a little bit slow, so let's speed it up. But I want to say, for the most part, I feel like a lot of this is their real speed, or at least maybe shot in 22 and then you know slightly sped up to 24.
0: Right. I mean, like yeah, I think, I think the speed of this is pretty, you know, just perfect, right? Yes, uh, it, yes. Uh, yes, yes. So like yeah, the extras do give it away. Uh, I feel like a lot of times, you yeah. know, like the the people in the background like, are moving a little too fast, and it can be distracting. But if you don't hone in on that,
1: well, uh, I mean, that's the thing—you're not really gonna hone in on it unless you're watching it over and over again, like we are, because yeah. they. The nice thing is, they're always in the foreground. They're always uh, in focus uh, and anything going on in the back is like, well, you shouldn't even be looking there because that's not center frame.
0: Right, right. So I can see why you would have thought that Moonly, you know, like why you were surprised to hear that Moonly was not a martial artist. Like, a, Oh, no. Yeah, my martial art. Well, no, you were thinking about Sybil. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking about uh, Moon Lee. There's a lot of characters in this movie uh moonley is, is a trained dancer right so there's a lot of like things here that, that you can definitely tell that like, she's borrowing a lot of her uh, her choreography that she had you got from her dancing um experience and she definitely sells you know, like a lot of the hits in my opinion she doesn't seem like she has a lot of weight behind her hits, but she's moving with like the the grace that you expect from a, a, a trained seasoned martial artist mm-hmm. i think
1: what i like about this too is yeah so that's that's one thing i didn't really notice uh until you kind of pointed it out yes like Based on her dance background, they're giving her a lot of like the twirling, the twirling kicks, like the spinning kicks, you know, obviously uh, evident for for dancers. And then uh, it's so crazy because, uh, I mean, not really crazy, but uh, for me, it's impressive. Like, I like that she's not fighting on a metronome. It feels like she's legitimately just kind of throwing out these combinations because she's just trying to hit this person so she's got uh, a really good sense of timing in terms of choreography right
0: yeah and and i mean obviously her her being a dancer she has that that flexibility right so she has the ability to throw these really high crescent kicks uh but you know that's one thing but to time that correctly with a opposing crescent kick (laughs) you know in this choreography it's it's not it's not necessarily easy um and you know it has her timing has to be absolutely perfect so you know that's that's another reason why I like this so much. It's it's so visually interesting because it always feels like there's they change it up enough, or it's not just like a bunch of like like the same move being thrown over and over. And it's also cut in between by uh, her getting hit in the snatch. Yeah. So I was <laughs> I was just about to say
1: she gets kicked in the shoulder, but when she gets pushed back, she grabs for her groin. And I was <laughs> thinking uh, I don't think she got hit in the vagina. Let me just rewind that and see. And it doesn't look like she gets hit there, but her reaction shot is to grab her groin. And it's just, it's just kind of funny because she's like, oh, my vagina.
0: Oh. <laughs> yep, That's exactly what she says. Yes. Uh, Yeah, and then, you know, there's a little bit of like, humor that you get out of this character too. She does this uh, spinning back kick towards her, the, the opponent uh, when the coach isn't looking, which I don't know. Is that illegal? I guess it's because like the match is already over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that ends that fight. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it, it's one of those it, things that, unfortunately, it's it's pretty short, but I, you know, I like the choreography here as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, right, so we mentioned before that Yukara gets released out of prison, um, and she has a strange relationship with their father, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now we can jump forward a little bit. Uh, really short fight. Uh, only reason I even want to talk about this is the fight. It's just because it's our first introduction to Yukara's fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. at, at the, what, 16 minute mark, uh, they get in a scuffle with some people at the karaoke joint outside um so it's Yukaria and moon lee versus a bunch of nameless henchmen um so, so we get you know moon Lee's obviously doing her thing you know that she's you know like, like we previously established but now we actually get Yukari being uh, thrown into the fray right so what i like about her choreography is that you know like she she definitely sells that power right she looks like she has a lot of power behind all of her hits right so mm-hmm. um you know like unlike moon lee, which you're like i don't believe her power but she's you know she still sells a lot of her her movements. Like, I still believe that she's actually doing them. Uh, Whereas, like, Yukari, for instance, she is, she does a uh, front push kick, and without putting her foot down, she immediately changes that up into a back kick. Uh, And then she uh, does a spinning back kick towards another assailant and i i love the spinning back kick i i, I think that's like one of my favorite uh grounded moves uh it, because it's it's actually a lot harder than you think it is to do because like you have to spin and then be able to hit your mark perfectly and she does it perfectly here um and that's all i can say about this fight it's actually as short as i just mentioned <laughs> everything i just said about it is everything that happens in the fight it ends with them destroying a car just like in street fighter 2 i was
1: about to say like i would love to do a side by side where they just beat up this car and we have like you know kennery you beating up <laughs> the, the pixelated car in street fighter 2 yep uh
0: we have another fight scene not worth talking about at all wherein yukari kind of rebels against her uh her former boss i guess yeah uh, we can kind of fast forward from that point so what's the next fight that's actually worthy of note oh so uh, speaking of that boss so we have our two female leads they get ambushed by that boss and his henchmen uh, halfway through the movie and uh, this happens on the street, and uh, it actually starts off with Yukari turning her head, and then all of a sudden, pipe in the face. <laughs> Instead of her being dead, uh, you know, the, the fight scene happens. Yeah, that's um, how
1: all fight scenes seems to happen. Just you know, pipe to the head. That's how it starts.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, this one, yeah, it, it, this might be a recurring theme with, with this episode. Is you know, it, it is kind of short too, but there's you know, there's there's enough about this. I actually do like there. Well, one because Yukari's still donning her slut pants. Uh, <laughs>
1: in in the daylight now so we can clearly see that she's a slut because of her pants that's why (laughs) i'm judging her because of her pants
0: (laughs) yeah and uh and there's this one shot i really like for some reason It's it's just for this one shot alone i'll mention i wanted to talk about this it's the dutch angle shot do you know what mm. i'm talking about the dutch angle i think so the the camera's on the floor um you can clearly tell that they're trying to be arcy with the shot um they, they're you, know, you, you see Lee getting kicked uh, kicked out of the way and then your car your car jumps into the, into frame and to defend her and then you just see a foot a foot mm. just completely yeah, encompasses yeah. the camera i was
1: i was gonna say that the nice thing about the shot, so is yes, you got the Dutch angle on the floor. I mm-hmm. like how the choreography goes to how both of them kick the one uh, assailant at the same time, but then in the foreground, a giant shoe steps like mm-hmm. right in front of the camera. It's it's so it's, weird. It happens really quickly, but there's something memorable about well, that moment.
0: Well, it, it's it's memorable because like, like how often do you see that? And it, it mm-hmm. there's something about about that that's very gritty. It also almost makes you feel like you're actually in the scene, whereas everything right. else is like cinematic, right? So yeah, for mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with cinematic. Cinematic. Right. Well, it's weird for. because that is kind of cinematic.
1: It's 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 like almost like accidental s- cinematography. Yes. Somebody dropped their. Phone camera, it <laughs> went into an angle, you know, a tilt, Dutch angle, and then right. you have assailants coming into frame, and then the shoe is obscuring the screen. It's almost like a happy accident. How about that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, I'm, I'm clear this was—I'm sure this wasn't an accident. They, they clearly planned it. Although it's just the one shot that they used, and it's like, wow, okay, they—they got—they got fancy with this fight.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but it's the the one, the one and only. Uh, that's one positive. Yukari does the does this one kick i really hate you know which one i'm talking about it's the uh the one kick i hate in every movie i see it's the oh someone's grabbing you from behind i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a front snap kick that is gonna kick you in the face oh, okay right it's I, like I, they I, go
1: into like a split
0: yeah uh, like they do a, a basically a, a standing split but you know yes. with just kicking behind you it, it doesn't make any sense like even if you could over split you're that's not gonna do any damage i, I, don't, I don't know so i, I, I will never, s- I,
1: I, I will say um Yes, I'm not usually a fan of that kick. I I think this sells a lot better because it's so fast. The camera is a lot closer than normal. Like I I'm thinking now of Yes Madam where uh, Cynthia Rothrock does the same move, but the camera is far enough back where you can clearly see it's a fake leg, so it's not properly attached to her hip when that happens. <laughs> In this moment, it's so it's so close on her face when you see maybe a fake leg go back up you're like oh, okay i, I kind of buy it uh, at least for me
0: right right um nope. i <laughs> it's, it's not it's not about the the technicalities of it it's just like in terms of like having them in my fight scenes at all it always takes me out of it I'm like oh that that would never ever work in a fight like ever mm-hmm. like well, it, you, it doesn't make any sense
1: you know what i would love i would love to see that move where some you know somebody kicks uh high enough high enough above and over their shoulder mm-hmm. to hit the person behind them i want to see it done where it actually hits the person, I don't sure. think I've ever seen it because they usually capture that in a front, you know, a frontal, a uh, front-facing camera. I want to see the profile where we see the assailant behind the person get kicked in the face.
0: Right. Right. Well, uh, well, that that's just a small moment that that doesn't ruin that fight, uh, but that fight alone is is pretty short and it's not too memorable. Uh, I will say. Like that, that, that Dutch angle was the, the most uh, impressive shot in that whole fight scene. Um, and then a bunch of story happens, and now we are in the apartment where the uh, shall we say, <laughs> ra- let's just say a rapist. <laughs> where- we' in the apartment of a rapist okay so
1: they're 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 kind of trying to get revenge for their friend who was you know something mm-hmm. bad happened to her mm-hmm. so they kind of break into this yeah apartment or office something bad
0: and... about her and we're going to apartment of a rapist I wonder what the spoiler could be right exactly <laughs> yeah um yeah so we we kind of we have a kind of a fight scene here right now right now right so we have moon and Yukari you know, taking down a bunch of uh like random dudes that are inside this apartment and I guess we do kind of have more angles here too but they're not not nearly as interesting um and and speaking of which the fight scene the fight choreography here is also relatively simple and not all that interesting either uh
1: well i think i think this is kind of more an emotional fight i guess you could say like it's not so much about the choreography they're trying to help the friend out who was wrong so it's it's more like oh like i'm really pissed off at you so they're Yep. throwing uh, moves that aren't maybe as calculated as like maybe the right. other fights would be.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and unfortunately this fight's also really short too, right? So <laughs> the way that ends is you know they they get their revenge one way or another. Uh but also Yukari does this one fucking thing. <laughs> what's that that just well you know what it is that's this she does this one action like story wise she does this one thing it's super selfish um like so yeah you probably don't even remember what i'm talking about yeah no
1: no I, i i know what you're talking about and uh what i'll say it's essential it's not essential it is it is in line with her character and because of this she learns a valuable lesson later
0: maybe she that that she ruins the lives of everyone else yes around. yes that is the lesson <laughs> absolutely horrible because like, like she has a moment to redeem herself later right uh, where she, she can like return what she's done or like, read, like undo what she's done and she's just like no fuck it you know like i already got this far and it's like wow this character sucks <laughs> Well,
1: uh, yeah, I, I see what they're trying to do. You know you know what's interesting? I feel like in uh, in Chinese movies because it's they're just kind of a, at the time, they're just really, really conservative about crime and trying to teach lessons using crime. <laughs> I, I feel that in in these like Hong Kong older Hong Kong movies, if you do something that breaks a law, you need to get punished for it mm-hmm. properly on screen. And usually okay. the punishment is a little more extreme because they're just trying to teach a lesson to the moviegoers, like hey you stole something well your hand's gonna get cut off oh, oh you yeah. uh, performed infidelity well you're gonna be um i don't know you're gonna have your penis chopped off later i don't know, so, oh, you know some something like a little too over the top but I feel that's kind of in line with the these stories sometimes
0: you know i don't i definitely don't want yukari's penis get cut off <laughs> uh, not in her slut pants. uh yeah well this fight scene is short but it immediately is followed up with the most iconic fight in the movie iconic meaning in case you even know what this movie is, <laughs> is, is relatively obscure um so now we have the fight inside the mall, right? So this is the the fight scene where I have mistaken this for a Police Story. It's clearly not. Um Well, you mean you mean the location is not the, the same location. as Police Story. Yes. Yeah, okay oh, right. that, that's what I meant. Um yeah, so uh you know, like they're they're it starts off with them fighting uh on an escalator, or like around an escalator, I mean. Uh very, that's why I got the confusion I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mixing two movies up. I'm uh, pretty positive
1: they're referencing Police Story here. Like it's it's kind of a given. Uh, based sure. on some of the staging of the fights where things are, like, kind of knocking over and yep. they're, you know, pushing bad guys down the escalator. I, right. I mean, like, anytime you're going to have some sort of fight involving an escalator, immediately everyone's going to think police story. I mean, Jackie Chan mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, he owns property on escalator <laughs> fights now. You you can't do it without paying tax to him.
0: <laughs> Basically, yeah, royalties to him. Mm-hmm. So um, wh- one thing I uh it kind of takes me out of this movie, uh this fight scene a little bit is that spatial awareness. Like I don't know where the characters are in relation to one another. Mm-hmm. So um they are I don't like is Yukari like on the higher level or is she lower? Because like the what it starts off with Yukari being like one floor below, but then like then it looks like they're on the same level. And then once the they Moonli and Yukari get into their own individual fights in, in this in this it almost looks like Yukari's above Moonly I don't yeah, know. It,
1: it, not, uh, no, I I completely agree with you. It's it's hard to tell where they are because we didn't get that establishing shot like okay, where is everybody? Because mm-hmm. they're yeah, they're I mean, I like the way it's shot, but we don't have the establishing shots unfortunately. So like yeah. I don't know where the characters are in relationship to each other. I'm okay with that because this fight is just it's relentless, which is what I like. I love how uh I, I love these moves that uh Yukari is delivering like there's a few moments where she's just throwing these punches and they're just blocking and like uh, fighting with her elbows at one point. And then uh, she like, uh, what happens? Like she, she hits a guy and then he, he like tries to jump kick her and then he misses and he lands on top of the table. (laughs) Such a great, I was just going to
0: mention that. Yeah. Such a great moment
1: after, after you get this nice moment of uh, choreography and combinations, like they, they cap it off in like kind of a fun way.
0: I was I was thinking it's like what did that guy expect like what like if he's gonna miss he was definitely going to crash into that table. <laughs> well that's the fun thing cuz you know she spin twirls out of the way
1: and he just you know, he just uh, sidekicks onto the table. It's great,
0: right? Right. Unfortunately, I really wish I knew what the villain's uh, the villain actor's name is because he one because he's a dick. <laughs> like he's such a memorable dick in this movie. Uh, like the, that villain you really love to hate. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because, like, uh, unlike the first movie, uh, this is not a, a strike against the first movie at all. Like the villain in this movie, the main bad guy, can actually fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and his fight choreography is amazing. But you know, it is something to say about the film was that he can actually fight mm-hmm. yeah um,
1: he, th- he throws more like of these like kind of rounded telegraphed haymakers but yeah. it's it's good though like i i like this fight a lot because yes they're using kind of martial artsy kung fu moves but it also does feel like a street brawl where they're just it's kind of erratic in the in the movements it doesn't look it doesn't look choreographed sometimes which is what i want in these kind of tense moments
0: Sure, sure. I, there's something about this whole action sequence, though. It's very... E- you can easily tell that all this is sped up. There, yeah. Like, every single yeah. shot, every single action, all the action is, is sped up. Yeah, like, what, Even them running.
1: Right, yeah. When we were watching this, I it like broke my heart once I started to see the footage getting sped up because it happens maybe in the middle of the fight, but then it doesn't stop. It's like somebody forgot to undo, you know, the, the <laughs> two times on, on the, on the frame, uh, right. on the frame counter or frame increasing, or I don't know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. The yeah, frame rate. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. So it, uh, it, yeah, it, you see it's sped up and it sucks mm-hmm. because the choreography is really nice. Everyone's like hitting their moves. But if you're, you know, if you're like us and you're really, really paying attention to these you see that the fight was at a normal pace before and now it's just going a little too fast it's definitely not it's definitely not 22. It might be like 16 or 18.
0: Yeah. It's, it, I wish it, they could somehow find that happy medium where it wasn't, I mean, this is all back when, you know, production, uh, post-production wasn't, you know, like was actually done with real film. So like, it's not easy, but if they could speed, you know, slow it down just a little bit, that would be perfect. You know, like cause now it looks like they're moving at superhuman speeds. Right. Um. And y'all, you know, but it's not even that it's, it's like everything else that like, gives it away, you know, like their fabric is moving way too quickly. Mm-hmm. Their hair is moving way too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, like I liked a lot of the choreography in this, and but then once I started to see it got sped up, I uh, was just like, ah, so disappointed.
0: Going back to the beginning of this fight when, uh, <laughs> when uh, Moon Lee, t- uh, is it Moon- no, 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 it's Yukari who who, take, who grabs a guy and just uh, hurls him uh, towards the escalator uh, downwards. Yes, definitely a reference to a police story, right? But the way that he's spinning down the railing of the escalator, mm-hmm. he, he does like several rotations down the railing. But the first rotation, after the first rotation, he stops. <laughs> he stops for a, for a solid second. He plants his feet on the escalator and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm supposed to keep going." And he <laughs> forces himself to keep rotating. right,
1: right. It's like it's like he wasn't able to get that first rotation and then he had to like, like really force himself to keep spinning. Right. You know what yeah, I you, you, pay- you know what I like about this fight, though? It's like they could have easily just copied all the stuff the Jackie Chan fight was doing. And yeah. unfortunately, because the Jackie Chan uh, police story fight is so iconic, Anytime you fight in an escalator, you're, you're only going to see that. But I feel like they do stuff differently enough. Like it's not, no one is, is squeezing between the two escalators and then sliding down. We're not getting like so many obvious references to it. I think it's just a location. I think nobody can do an escalator fight now without thinking about police story
0: well i think that the police story had like, is so interspersed with these bigger stunts uh, in, in, like throughout the fight scene whereas here it's like there's not many stunts I mean, like, mostly focus on the action. It's, like, mostly fighting on the fight choreography. Um, so, I, and and it's not nearly as long as the police story fight. Like, the mm-hmm. police story fight's, like, what, nine minutes long? Yeah. Here, it's, like, a couple minutes, and that's fine. That's all it needed to be. It. it I mean, here, it, it just feels like a chase sequence. Like, they're, they're just kind of fighting their way out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it ends with them. Uh, so now they're in the, another section of the mall. Uh, Moonly is fighting the big bad guy, but also, like, the secondary character's they're also trying to get in the way as well or get into the, the fight somehow. Um, yeah, that, that one that, that portion of it also ends really short, like abrupt, not abruptly, but like it gets cut short uh, as well. And then um, yeah, and then now, now all the main characters are running uh, away, like, are <laughs> running away. Yeah, but they all realize like they all fucked up. And then uh, a lot of a lot of shit happens in them. Like a lot of shit happens towards the main characters uh, that makes Yukari look like a jackass, a terrible character. <laughs> And then we have, a. Uh, this is not a fight scene. This is a slow-mo, like, cathartic fight. Uh, a cathartic moment for Yukari's character. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, she, it's kind of supposed to be like this, okay, I realized I've done wrong. I need to redeem myself. So I'm going to throw Molotov Malt- cocktails at the bad guys. <laughs> yep. But in uh, slow motion... So-
0: all yeah, all everything about this is slow mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what maybe what I would say twenty seconds of action slowed down to <laughs> yeah. three minutes of slow mo. Mm-hmm um yeah and and it's really there's really not much choreography here uh that's not slow-mo um yukari does fight this one dude uh who actually was in the movie prior but uh, he gets slashed up a little bit um and then that's really it in terms of like what yukari does Uh, uh, no spoilers but that is yukari's last fight in the movie (laughs) i mean that pretty much gives it
1: away so oh. So one thing that was kind of disappointing to me, like I feel it was a Mr opportunity is so Yukari uh, has this, this long serrated blade she's attacking the bad guys with after she threw the Molotov cocktails. And there are many moments where they try to do a hook kick at her and she successfully ducks underneath it. Now it's kind of annoying because she has this knife in her hand, and instead of like retaliating right away because she you know she clearly sees a hook kick coming. She just decides to kick them back. And mm. for me, when I'm seeing it in slow motion, all I can see is, oh, she's dodging the hook kick, going for the knife swipe. Like I can't unsee that because she has the knife in her hand and the way that the the fight is staged, it almost looks like she is gonna do it, but then she just goes for the kick.
0: Nope. Yep. I, I don't I don't know. This this is
1: this is me thinking like fight logic or or what I would mm-hmm. do in this fight, you know. If I'm if I'm I'm holding a knife and I successfully duck underneath the kick, I feel like I would just go in and slice for a leg because I'm right, right. you know I'm just in that position. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I there's not much to fight like for me to analyze in terms of the, the fight choreography for this uh, particular scene because like we mentioned before, it is it's not really a fight scene. It's more like you know the character that's going for a wall mm-hmm. um, and, and just being just just attacking with it, a complete like lack of inhibition yeah and then um and then yeah that, that's, that's what, that, that scene's <laughs> over yeah and then i don't know how else to explain a lot of a, a lot of uh shit happens in this scene that makes can make the first time viewer go what <laughs> like i'd expect that to happen yeah um,
1: yeah I, I mean i, I you got to give credit to these hong kong films sometimes because you you know you don't really expect these things to happen to these characters yep. sometimes and you're just mm-hmm. like oh all right. I guess. I guess mm-hmm. that's what we're doing here.
0: Yep. Uh, so the final fight starts with a <laughs> well. Well, we we can say that. Uh... We have Sybil and Moon Lee left in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's spoiling anything. Because, yeah, I uh, mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is because, you know, like, like, if I just say, like, oh, Moon Lee and Sybil, you might be asking, well, where are the other characters? Well,
1: well uh, okay. So just to offer a reprieve to that, some characters are in the hospital.
0: Okay. Yeah. Are we lying? We're not lying. No, we actually. Lying.
1: No, actually, uh, one of the characters is in the hospital. I don't no, know. No, he died. Well, there you go, man. You just, <laughs> gave, you just gave it away. Just
0: throwing you a bone. <laughs> nope. 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 No, nope. he's not in the hospital. You're making me a liar then. <laughs> Don't make me a liar, Zero. I'll
1: try not to make you spoil the movie, but, well, I mean, whatever. Well, we're, well we're then you're
0: it. just making me a liar. Then the <laughs> listener's could be like, oh, what? I thought he was in the hospital. Zero. What, what are you doing, man?
1: Alright, everybody dies. Everybody's dead. Right. Just go into yeah. this movie where everybody's <laughs> everyone dies. Yeah, and then at,
0: then the, at end. the end, uh, someone explodes by rocket launcher and then the, 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 the in-screen text just pops up on screen. So, uh, the final fight uh, starts off as a, uh, a gun battle right? Mm-hmm. Um, and through whatever means, the guns are finally taken out of the equation, and now we have our fisticuffs, our actual fight uh, with the pants. So we have uh, Sybil is fighting a blonde a blonde lady? Yeah, she's fighting the blonde lady, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just, now it's like, it's just all women, right? Because These are girls with guns, but like it's all women, so I'm trying to keep track of them. So Moonley is fighting a, a pink jumpsuit wearing a Chinese girl. Uh, I think she's Chinese i actually don't know who the actress is so i definitely do to... i'll just say asian right so yeah. um uh, i do like the choreography she has uh, versus this, this pink jumpsuit lady um i feel like it, it kind of harkens back to that the, the much much earlier fight scene that we had in gymnasium
1: right yeah that's what i kept thinking about i like that and i i liked that they differentiated them with uh monochromatic Uh, clothing. So uh, Mm -hmm. you have Moon Lee who's in the silver jumpsuit and then you have her, you have the other female protagonist who is in all pink. I feel Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I know it's kind of simplistic, but I wish movies did this a little more sometimes. It's like, who's, you know, who is who? Okay. Silver versus pink,
0: you know, got it. Right. You're telling me you don't like watching Transformers and just seeing metal versus metal? I think I just answered my own question. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, so, uh, you know, the, the civil versus the uh, the blonde lady uh, isn't nearly as memorable. Uh, it, this, uh, uh, unfortunately, does get cut between, um, you know, like several fights. But, like, when they just show the Moonly versus uh, Pink Jumpsuit Lady, it's so engaging. Like, I, I like the visuals of it, like, mostly because of colors, like I said before, but the, the, the amount, the, the varying up the, the types of kicks that they have makes it seem like, like, the, the fight never gets stiff, right? It's never, it never feels like, oh, just repeat the same move over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have these, if, if what we say is true, you know, like, they're, I mean, it, it definitely is true that they're speeding up the footage, uh, you know, like, the, we get these these really long takes of choreography, like, uninterrupted, right? So, like, especially when the jumpsuit lady grabs a stick off the floor, right, and uses it almost like a bow staff. Um, and, like, this, this this battle choreography is actually really complicated and, and like, yeah, on... In the theatrical cut, you know, it's probably like, what ten seconds of choreography, but if it's you know in actuality, it's probably like 15, uh, 15 to twenty seconds of them like actually going going at it. So it's it's not easy, uh, and like there's a, there's a lot of this going on in this fight scene.
1: Yeah, um, I and, I think why I like this a lot too is because I don't feel it's sped up too much, if at all. Like it feel you know there isn't there isn't things going on in the background where if you notice it, it's moving at a weird irregular pace. We just have these two characters fighting. And it's definitely not more than uh, or less than 22 if they're speeding it up. Like It looks mm-hmm. good. And I like this a lot because their speed is just so nice. Yeah, just going back to what you said, there, we get nice longer takes of choreography. Like Moon Lee, she's really good at these spinning kicks that she just mm-hmm. keeps on throwing at uh, her opponent. So I just I love that it's relentless. It keeps on going and they keep on changing things up a bit so that it's not like, OK, now I'm just kicking you. I'm kicking you. Okay, yeah. now let's add let's add a weapon or let's add this tree, but <laughs> so there is a moment that just breaks me out of it when uh, Moon Lee tosses the woman in <laughs> pink towards the tree, uh-huh. and there's no way she's that strong because she just flies across the screen and hits oh, yeah. like the side of this giant, uh, you know, uh,
0: tree trunk. Yeah, I know she, she looks completely weightless. Like, she looks like she weighs 20 pounds like flying <laughs> yeah. like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm actually trying to, like, uh, backpedal here. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, how does she take out the lady in pink? Because uh, it, it seems like that isn't resolved correctly.
1: It isn't. So um, now, now the blonde woman, who's wearing yellow, uh, joins the right. fight. But it's still uh, the lady in pink uh, kind of jumping in a little bit, I thought.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I okay. So I was wrong before. Sybil doesn't fight either of them. She's too busy engaging in a gun battle between... Um, and the villain uh it's actually moon lee versus uh both the blonde lady and the lady in pink so like the the lady in pink fight is so interesting like like i kind of wish it ended a little bit more final what happens is uh moon lee is fighting her on top of this this little shack or this like awning right Mm -hmm. and uh she delivers a uh spinning crescent kick and that kick lands and the lady in pink falls off of the awning onto the floor Moon Lee tries to give chase by jumping off of it and doing that awkward bukang kang punch in the air well she does like <laughs> a
1: she's doing like a downward smash towards yeah, her yeah. but, yeah, but the, it never connects before, because you know the uh,
0: the woman in yellow you know
1: kicks her away yeah. but we never see the lady in pink again right I'm pretty well, sure. yeah,
0: but but the problem with that is that you actually see the lady in pink she's on in that frame where um, for just a split second she's rolling oh yeah train. she rolls away
1: yeah well that's what I mean we don't know uh like we we don't get the killing blow because yes she gets thrown off the roof but uh her down you know uh, moon Lee's downward hit doesn't land so mm-hmm. it feels incomplete yeah it, yeah, it feels sure. like she should have landed the hit and then the woman in yellow came in to like kick her off yep. the screen, just, you know, right. just so we had closure with that. Because otherwise, we're just like, oh, okay, she's fighting this new person now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now, like uh, the next, the only person next I actually know, her name is Sophia Crawford, <laughs> the one actress I can actually name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a shovel and starts like swinging at Moon Lee. Moon does a backflip or a front flip off of it car somehow grabs a shovel and then smashes her over the face with it and then the lady the blonde lady's done for she's dead yeah and she's dead
1: well that's <laughs> fine I, I you know i don't expect somebody to live from being getting hit in the face with <laughs> i'm i'm okay with that uh it does feel kind of final because it's her rolling off the car rolling into the foreground and then we get to see, you know, the bloody face of her, the, her body and going limp after
0: that. Well, okay. Um that's that's how that the like the more interesting moments of the the, the fight choreography ends. And then we have Lee versus the main bad guy and it ends kind of shittily. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a little it's a little abrupt uh it's abrupt is the word it's the word for the day
1: well um, it, 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 it abrupt is correct because uh they're not allowed to finish their fight <laughs> if you think about it yeah there yeah. there's some nice choreography going on they're fighting now in the beach i like how he does this move where he he goes for like a sweep where his leg is dragging on the sand and he twirls around because he misses her you know cool stuff visually But then it gets, you know, the whole fight gets cut abruptly because, hey, we have guns in this movie.
0: Yeah basically oh my god well that also gives that away um and and also like it feels like there's no like sense of um closure is not the word uh there's no sense of like uh it's not cathartic it doesn't feel like oh we've worked up to this moment like we should feel like we um we earned this moment yeah it just feels like oh and uh, then suddenly uh this happened and Mm -hmm. the movie kind of resolved itself like what no i didn't feel like that that was earned right um, so
1: interestingly enough, this movie uh, does have a prologue where you do get to spend a little more time with the characters and see, like, okay, this is the aftermath of the final action set piece. But it, it yeah, you're you're right. It it kind of feels like it's lacking. Uh, we it doesn't. Nothing feels uh, like they yeah i don't know how to describe it. it it yeah i just feel a little not empty i just feel like it's missing something
0: yeah yeah it's like because you're your're both movies i guess we're wrapping it up here uh both movies are pretty unpleasant to sit through in terms of like the story uh, yeah sure like uh you you can either be for or against the movie but you know like you're either with it or you're not but like like you can probably agree like the the story itself is like really it's like a really not happy story you know like a yeah, lot of these characters they're, are,
1: they're like drama thrillers that have action and and martial arts choreography thrown in there.
0: Sure. But like the, the journey that these characters are going through in both movies are like they're going through so much that by the end of the film, you kind of want to see them like, you know, you know, like rise up against, you know, like, like get what they deserve, right? Like Mm -hmm. they went through hell. They should you know come out of it unscathed or like get something as a reward. And both movies don't have that. (laughs) Uh, So uh, I, for me, I liked
1: the, the first movie so I do feel uh, it's more cathartic in the end considering how batshit crazy that ending is. I was like, okay, great. This, this is what I wanted from this ending. I think the problem with Angel Terminator 2 is that uh Moon Lee's character isn't really a character if you think about it. Um, like Yukari is, is the character. She is the you know, she's got the troubled past, she's trying to reconcile with her father, but there's still like, you know, there's still difficulties there. So it kind of feels like she should have been the one going through something in the end. Because Moon Lee is just like she's the good friend, you know? Yeah. So in the end, yes, you you're rooting for her because, you know, you want her to prevail because of all the bad stuff that happened, but it, it like I didn't feel she went through so much compared to Yukari in this movie,
0: yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, Yukari, like I'd say she's the main character for this movie. um and it's it's, it's, it's that she's not part of the final fight. you mm-hmm. I mean, uh, know the final fight is supposed to you know, you you end your movie with a bang, and it, not that it's ended with a whimper. But you know, like without her, it's like oh, what? Right. The, the, this movie's kind of advertised like like it's billed as you know, the Yukari and Mundi movie. I mean, that that's all, like a lot of people see them as like a, a duo back in like the the early nineties, late eighties, well, even mid nineties. Um. Anyways, so that's a uh, term Angel Terminators one and two. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if I want. I don't even remember what the point of this was like this wasn't this wasn't a comparison episode this was just like us being like oh we watched one let's just do the other one
1: i mean Uh, we were uh, (laughs) as we were talking about the first movie i was kind of thinking about the second movie a lot in how i liked what the first movie did and then after watching the second movie i realized that they had a similar similar plot elements where you have multiple characters kind of converging towards the end of the film i definitely think the first movie did it better uh, and I think the second movie has the stronger martial arts performers, but I just don't like that story.
0: Mm, okay, so I agree with you hundred uh, percent. But somehow I would say um, this is going into my recommendation. I don't recommend either movie. <laughs> I I like the fighting in the second one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a lot more. It's a lot more memorable than the first movie. I but I, I mostly like the second one more for its martial arts. Um, uh, showcase because it's more varied whereas the first movie it just feels like it's mostly Sharon Young uh, you know anyone else is. It's so secondary to the film that it's it's not as, as interesting. Uh, whereas the second movie, it's like okay, well you have Moon Lee, but you also have Sybil, but you also have Hikari and it's it's always varied and it's always interesting. Um, uh, I mean, like, but not not every fight scene in the second movie is a winner either. Like some of those fight scenes are like so short and they're not very memorable. They're more emotion driven and, and whatnot. Um, so in the end, if I had to recommend one, I guess we're making this a comparison somehow. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, I don't recommend either movie, but I'd probably recommend the fight scenes the second one more. Um, but check out the fight scenes of both movies. That's probably the, the safest thing I can say about movies. I don't, li- I didn't like the stories of either film, um, mostly because they just, uh, you know, like I whenever I, this is my, you probably know that my take on most movies when it comes to like dour films or like sad movies with sad endings. Uh, like I, I want to feel like those sad endings or like that dourness needs to be earned. Like you can't just throw me a bunch of like sadness throughout the film and then uh, expect me to buy it you know, like accept it the entire way uh here I, I never like neither movie made me feel like it was earned so uh yeah I, I, you know like it, the movies are just generally unpleasant and i didn't like the experience that i had with either film um but again if you're here for the action that's all you watch watching uh yeah zero okay uh, what do you think yeah,
1: i'm in uh a large disagreement with you <laughs> on uh, a few of those points I liked the first film. I liked the 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 story points, and I liked how dour it was. I like I like those kind of shitty endings. I'm a big fan of that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> well, the ending's not shitty, uh, uh, but you know, like uh, the overall movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I like when characters go through the ringer. I like when uh, the villain is kind of one step ahead of people in, in you know in the movie where you know the characters are constantly struggling because he's just you know he's able to outsmart them. I kind of like those kind of mm-hmm. stories. And yeah, I, so I like the first one. It's weird. I don't really recommending watching the I don't really recommend watching the fights of the first one on their own because they're just okay. There's a few memorable moments in them, like um, rainfall in the middle of the first oh, yeah. one um and then there's we didn't we didn't talk about it but there's a there's like a funny silly stunt at the very very end of the first one uh involved with a crazy ending so i won't really spoil it but that's kind of a funny stunt but i just i just like the movie overall i don't know what it is like i like these kind of uh overly dramatic kind of depressing endings but it ended with a bang for me because it was so over the top so i like the first one but i don't really recommend the fights i think i think you should just watch the first movie with the second one, uh, it, it kind of fell apart for me when we were watching it, unfortunately. <laughs> I like that there is a very obvious hard-boiled reference. Uh, Chao Yun-Fat and John Woo's hard-boiled. Uh, the last action set piece is a very, very obvious reference to that. With the, girls running, the girl running around with a shotgun and just blowing up barrels. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't really recommend the fights for the second one either. Really?
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, so
1: I like the choreography a lot more in, for the fights in the second one. But the thing is, they're just so short. Like, uh, it's yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's hard. It's a hard sell for me. I think you can just watch the second movie and just kind of make up your own mind. Like, it there's a lot of fun references to other Hong Kong films, like we've mentioned a lot, like Lee Story, and then there's Hardboil at the end. And the choreography is just fine it's it's not memorable so i think you can just watch the movie even though i don't i didn't really like it i think it's still worth a watch mm. yeah it, it that's a really weird recommend for me like i i know personally i didn't like the second movie but i think i think you could still watch it i think it's might be enjoyable to some people
0: uh well uh somewhere in between both of our opinions <laughs> <laughs> you can formulate your own
1: oh, of course uh, of course
0: uh yeah so um you know those are ter- angel terminators one and two uh i don't know like maybe hopefully we'll cover another Hikari oshiba or what's her what's her name in this movie uh bullet that's no 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 not, not bullet like at the very very beginning like in the movie that she's called like suguru that's sugumu or, or like they just i don't know why they gave her that name. Uh, she's got so an weird. alternate name
1: yeah i mean that, yeah i mean that happens it's like um how some actresses went as something else and then they changed their
0: name so can't, I, I can't imagine, like, any Cantonese speaker being pronounced that. It's like, "suguru," Like, like no, no one can ask that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this movie, the second one's apparently called uh, The Best of Lady Kickboxer. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, kind of like, odd. Yeah, and <laughs> if these two weren't somehow called uh, Angel Terminators 1 and 2 for some reason, like, these really could be unrelated. But we decided to talk about them because they're called Angel inter- inter- Terminators 1 and 2. I don't know. Do you know what we need to do next time? We need to talk about all the In the Line of Duty movies. Right? I mean, we could. To compare all of them. In, oh, my in, God. All Compare all of them. Aren't one there house. nine <laughs> of them? There are nine of them. And uh, Moon Lee and Yukari uh, are in Yes Mandom 92, a.k.a. In the Line of Duty like, 8
1: okay yeah we can talk about that but i don't want to talk about eight movies for this podcast (laughs) i'm going to angel terminate that idea eh eh eh